Welcome to Astro Tea, and that was Habits or Stay High by Tavlo. And this is a weekly conversation that we host every single Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's 2 p.m. today because of daylight savings over in the UK, but it's typically 3 p.m. British Summertime or GMT, where we take a closer look at the transits and the cosmic energy for the week ahead. So join our group here on Clubhouse and share with your friends and your family so they can get all the tea too. If you have not already, guys, join our email list and don't forget to purchase your copy of the Astro Tea Journal on Amazon. This journal is going to allow you to work with the energy of the weekly transit so that you can move intentionally towards your destiny and balance your internal energies. Just click the link at the top of the Instagram, Astro Tea Universe, and you'll be able to receive exclusive tea on the transits, on the new and full moons with affirmations, journal prompts, oracle car readings and much more our monthly email is going to go out tomorrow so make sure you sign up to get the tea while it's hot hey nikki hey everyone happy sunday thank you so much for joining us for another episode and if you feel led you can also send empress and i a love donation on buy me a coffee and buy us a tea to have on sunday mornings definitely grab some tea get your astro tea journal or a pen and paper and we will get into it into the week so we're going to get started with monday november 1st which is also all saints day and the transit that we have for this day is the sun in scorpio is going to be quincunx or in conjunct whichever term you prefer chiron and aries which again as a reminder is retrograde right now so the relationship between aries and scorpio is all about power and sex or death, right? And this energy is really about how sometimes we can abuse power over others, or we get a sense of inner security and fulfillment from exerting dominance from a place of like overcompensating for times that we felt small, powerless, or shamed for being ourselves unapologetically, especially as children or in the early stages of our life, right? And with Chiron being retrograde right now, this is kind of like a record scratching, right? Or rewinding a song and the song playing, you know, it represents situations that are going to test those wounds, may call you or compel you to take advantage of others or to show your power over other people. And just a reminder, you know, Scorpio season is really about the power that we have in relation to other people, right? The eighth house, we're over the horizon. So, you know, we got a chance to address inner power and inner security and also powerlessness and insecurity right and in the private space in the inner space but this is now an eighth house matter right we're above the horizon we're interacting with people so this is really about how power plays out in our relation to other people right or other things or ideas or concepts such as money right but you know specifically talking about um, those inner relationships that are going to trigger those chiron wounds and this reminds me of the importance of power with others, right? Instead of power over others. And there's this quote that I really like that says, empowered women empower women. And 
although this energy can resonate for all of us, you know, as men and women and non-binary folks alike, I think that this is especially talking about like men or masculine energies that resort to toxic expressions of masculinity, which is, you know, it's, it's a term that's thrown out there a lot, but like, you know, what is toxic masculinity, right? Like what are some of those, those signs, right? And so some of the things that I wrote was, you know, aggression, um, extreme self-reliance, devaluing women, or anything that is feminine, um, coping through sexual promiscuity or, or drugs or violence and things of that nature. I think that's a term that gets thrown around a lot and is, is different to a lot of different people. But I think what I'm talking about is that power over people as, as an overcompensation for when we felt powerless, essentially is what I'm saying. And thinking about how sometimes it's, we overcompensate instead of tapping into the divine feminine energy that's within all of us that is a time for it to be expressed and to be cultivated especially during Scorpio season you know this is feminine water sign energy so um, our emotions are definitely going to be expressed whether we are in a place of expressing them voluntarily or not so it's really about how are we exercising power over other people so this is a time for us to take our power back in ways that are healing and empowering right not from places of hiding, projecting, or overcompensating from a place of lack, of trauma, or of insecurity. These things won't necessarily go away overnight, but what we can do in the meantime, especially during Scorpio season, and we'll talk about it with Venus going into Capricorn as well this week, we can at least commit to breaking these silent cycles of violence, you know, saying that it ends with us, that we're not going to exercise our power over others, but instead learn to empower others and hold power um, with our, our respective communities and the people that we interact with. So that's what I'm getting for Monday. Empress, what does this look like in the tarot? Yeah, so for Monday with the Sun in Scorpio in conjunct Chiron retrograde in Aries, in the Tarot, this is the Six of Cups in conjunct Chiron in the Emperor energy or the Queen of Wands. So sometimes we stay so long in warrior mode that we forget what it's like to have your defenses completely down. And the Emperor remembers those days before his empire was built when his family made fun of his dreams of becoming an emperor one day. And the Queen of Wands here still has the scars from an ex-lover that burned her in the past. So have you been hurt for so long that you forgot you were hurt in the first place? And where are you staying in your play pretend where the fun ain't got no end? Like I said in the song that we played just now, the song of the week. Uh, it can be hard to embrace family and friends as well when you've never truly forgiven them for actions that hurt you in your younger years. So the Six of Cups here is an invitation to embrace your family and friends and spread love to them. If there are any specific family and friends that are coming to mind now or that um, situations that came up when you listen to the song of the week, as your inner child, ask your inner child what happened. If you're already aware of what happened, have you ever com comforted your inner child and made the younger you feel safe, right? If any family, friends, or people from your past this Monday extend a cup of truths to you today, will you, um, will your emperor or your queen of wands energy accept that invitation or accept that truths? And 
what is the best decision to, that you can make for your own healing is what I'm seeing. This has been, we're at Sunday now of the first full week of Scorpio season. And I've definitely been feeling a shift emotionally as well. And I'm sure we all have in some ways in some areas of our lives um, as a collective. So this week, starting off of this energy here is definitely coming to terms of realizing when you need to just let your guard down and, and express more love instead of being in warrior mode all of the time. And that's what I'm seeing majority for Monday. So let's get into Tuesday for election day, Nikki. With Tuesday, we have Mercury and Libra is going to be squaring Pluto and Capricorn. I wanted to revisit this, this transit because we talked about it a little bit when Pluto was still retrograde. Um, that's what I was thinking about. So the relationship between Libra and Capricorn is all about tact and grace. And Mercury in a, is in its last days of being in the sign of Libra. So since it's been in this transit, we've been focusing on our communication in close relationships and partnerships, specifically in areas of being direct, being clear and assertive, and also knowing when and how to play a supporting or complementary role versus trying to approach social situations as a combative battlefield or as a competition. I remember we talked about being able to think about situations where you have a common goal or objective instead of seeing the differences, you know, and, and it's a matter of putting people in a position to to win or to show their skill set versus getting frustrated that they have a different perspective or a different way of doing things. Like, what are the things that unify us? So as we revisit this transit and this energy, it's a great time for us to ask ourselves how can we communicate our needs to trusted companions and also invite them in to support us in building long-term stability for ourselves and squares tend to activate things in our material world so take a moment to think back to the things that you've gotten to be a part of while mercury has been in libra where you've built something collectively as a team or as a group and reflect on how much further you were able to go instead of doing everything by yourself it is powerful because it was built by many hands with the energy of collaboration and building something real. And I remember that when we first talked about this energy, I was really interested about how Libra rules the lumbar system, specifically vertebrae L1 through L5, right? Five being about transformation and change and coming together to put these small pieces together and the results, the change, the actual support, the building, the foundations that come from that. So I, I want us to ask ourselves, you know, what are you building and who are you building it with? And understanding the roles that we play and being living examples of these new paradigms and social orders, right? What we've learned from Libra season is that we have to be active participants in our justice. And we also have to be active participants in our activation of personal and collective power, which is all about what Mercury and Scorpio is dealing with. And we're going to get to that later this week. So, you know, we've we've gotten a chance to test the waters in 
and activating for change in our social groups and our social spaces and in a collaborative sense. And if we've learned these lessons, if we've gotten a chance to feel it out in groups, you know, with people that we can relate to, now it's going to give us the courage to go at it alone for our own inner transformations in Scorpio season and through this upcoming Mercury and Scorpio transit. So that's what I have for Tuesday. What does this look like in the tarot? Yes, so on Tuesday for election day with Mercury and Libra squaring off with Pluto and Capricorn in the tarot, this is the magician in justice or the queen of swords squaring the judgment card in the devil energy or the queen of pentacles. So with this being the last major transit that Mercury is making while it's still in the energy of Libra, while the magician has been with justice and the queen of swords, they've focused their energy on manifesting a restoration of harmony in relationships and partnership that is seeded from more truth and from a more mature position with this queen of swords energy so since august 30th when mercury first entered libra how have you spoken up for yourself when necessary or kept your thoughts to yourself to explore healthier new beginnings in the way you converse with other people and social interaction. And in those experiences from the 30th of August, where you have thought, I don't have to say everything that comes to my mind, right? You've had that that thought that's like, I don't, I don't have to say everything as soon as it comes to my mind, like and get it out, right? If you've had those moments from the 30th to now or thought, if I don't express what's on my mind, how will they know? Because we always have those thoughts in our mind as well that we hold ourselves back from sharing, but we might need to share those messages so other people know what we're, what we're thinking, what's going on in our mental space. So did you follow those thoughts with the action that actually acknowledged the opposing perspectives? Because that's what Libra is about. That's what justice is about. Fairness from both perspectives. With this energy working at cross purposes here with the judgment or with the square happening to judgment and the devil and the queen of pentacles energy, sometimes speaking up means leaving a career. And this transit supports the fact that we all have to slay our own dragon. We are all our own version of King Arthur. And this is a day where you may have to wield Excalibur and speak truth that will cause an ending. So this ending may have been a long time coming and you very much have feelings rooted in this decision with the Queen of Pentacles, right? Because the Queen of Pentacles views all of her coins as her children. <laughs> but even she must face the eventuality of planting that seed that's in her lap for the, word to, for the world to become a more abundant place and for her own wealth to continue to flow because wealth and abundance, right? It flows, not it's not stagnant. And when you hold on to certain things, it creates stagnation. So are are they are there any deeply rooted habits, routines, locations, jobs or financial beliefs that are keeping you stagnant at this time? Cuz this transit is encouraging you to bring truth to the situation and claim victory in the name of justice. And with this being election day, how can you interact with the ritual of voting in a way that allows us as a society to break away from old, outdated, and toxic structural policies that keep our world stagnant with this devil energy here? So that's what I'm seeing primarily for Tuesday. Uh, let's get into Wednesday, Nikki. 
Yeah, so Wednesday, this energy is honestly a bit heavy. <laughs> we have the moon and Mars are conjunct in Scorpio. And so they're both at three degrees on this day. And so this is the Pluto decant of Scorpio. This is pure Scorpionic energy. And then the sun is in the Cancer, you know, the moon decant of Scorpio. So I honestly feel like this is what I was talking about earlier. It's like, this is a time for us to be very mindful about our internal feelings of powerlessness because we're going to have the the motivation, right, Mars, to be able to express those subconscious feelings about power, about transformation, about um, powerlessness, right? All the things that that Scorpio deals with. So I feel like even, you know, death and destruction with that first Plutonian deacon of Scorpio, it's like, it's either we're evolving and we're growing or we're transforming or we're going to be driven to take actions that we can do some irreversible harm. And that can be anything like physical aggression. Demphis and I, we were talking about domestic violence, you know, which is, it's a heavy topic. I feel like, you know, no one wants to say that we see those things, but having the sun, the illumination, the light, the focus in a Cancerian type of energy. So we're talking about the home, we're talking about the feminine, but also we're talking about masculine energies like the sun, or Mars, right? So these are our masculine kind of motivations. And what I mean by masculine, like this very much could be like male to female, like violence. But what I also mean is like the masculine aspect of projecting, of asserting, you know, of taking some sort of action. This is not like you, okay, I feel it. This is almost, I feel like external expressions of these internal feelings of feeling powerless or out of control or betrayed. Or, you know, even if you found find out that someone is cheating, you know, I mean on, on a day like this this is not the day that you are necessarily internally processing this is like external explosive transformative plutonian reactions to these things whatever is in your subconscious is going to be on the same page as the actions that you want to take and understand the difference between mars and mercury where mercury we might be using our words right or the things that have been on, on our mind are going to be expressed but mars is action you know direct actions are going to be taken whether that's you know cutting off a relationship or like i said i feel like i feel like a lot of physically aggressive in some way you know that that can manifest in a lot of different ways but just some sort of physical aggression as a response to feeling powerless especially if we're talking about you know this chiron and energy aries energy that we just passed on monday how that's activating very deep wounds within us about being silent or or being powerless and how a lot of these things are subconscious like we don't we don't think we'll ever be that person or a lot of the people that we love that we care about we don't think that they're capable of being that person of stooping to those levels but some of these things it's like if we don't take responsibility and authority over our power we're going to see how things have power over us and how that will manifest as actions that were driven to subconsciously like i grew up watching all the crime shows and stuff like that and the show snapped i don't know if y'all ever heard of that show but a lot of it were people who just i just saw white and i i didn't i couldn't hear i couldn't see i just blacked out in the moment and the next moment you know they were dead or i set their car on fire or whatever the case may be like sometimes people really or like cops like mm -hmm. cops when they're just like you know busting people <laughs> like, mm -hmm. so true it's those split second 
changes that just just realize like what can happen in a split second if you lose control um and so the scorpio season we'll get into that a little bit later in the week too is about the flux of being in control and not in control being in control of the things that you have power over and not letting the things that you don't have power over um get you out of character so to speak so this is this is definitely going to test us in our actions on on this day so i'm curious to see what what this looks like in the tarot with this conjunction on wednesday that we have going on yes a very intense day as you said so on wednesday with the moon in scorpio conjunct mars in scorpio uh in the tarot this is the high priestess in the energy of death and the king of cups conjuncting the five of cups energy so this is a great day to have a day in like you don't even have to open the blind just keep it dark in the house like i'm kidding but i'm not kidding with this type of you know um energy because this is giving me purge energy like when i was just like meditating on this energy before we came on the movie the purge like flashed in my head <laughs> and so after election day being yesterday this energy can be harnessed and emitted in a plethora of really high and low vibrational ways <laughs> so i love what you said nikki like this could happen like this energy could literally take on so many different forms and i 100 percent agree like with the high priestess shedding light right now on secrets sex transformation there could definitely be news of sexual abuse and the death of a female figure and this news could shock society because a masculine that could be involved in the abuse or killing could be very liked by the masses or people can say things like i had no idea he was capable of that he seems so innocent and sweet you know with this king of cups energy but they don't know how deep this person's emotions run with the king of cups energy because they're good at keeping it hidden so this news could come out about a politician, especially with election day being the day before and someone in government just in general. And this could also involve pedophilia that I did get that and I just have to be obedient and share. That's all I can say. But on a personal scale, like the song of this week, it may really hit home that you have always had to stay high to function emotionally on a day like today. And I can see a lot of people in the collective deciding to also go to rehab or go on some type of journey to purge because they're tired of making themselves relive past situations instead of facing the death of it and moving on to the next cycle of life. And it's so weird. Um, this randomly just popped in my mind. There's this YouTuber, I don't even remember her name right now, but she literally posted, a, she's a Scorpio, she's a son in Scorpio. And she literally just posted a video this week of cutting all her hair off. And she's like, I've dyed my hair so many times. It's literally dead. I don't know why I keep holding on to this, but it's time for me to go to the salon and cut all these dead ends off so my curls can really like pop how they need to because literally I'm just carrying all of this hair around for what reason, you know? And so I feel like that was very ironic <laughs> with Mars and Scorpio happening last week and with her being a son in Scorpio that she was kind of sharing that kind of transformational process in her own life uh, with society. But if you're consuming any types of drugs and alcohol today, just ask yourself why you're doing it. 
Is it as a ritual? Is it to keep certain responsibilities off your mind? Is it to avoid forgiving yourself for past relationships? Okay, so really ask yourself why you do um, indulge in the certain things that you do. And this is the verse of the song of this week that says, I eat my dinner in the bathtub. Then I go to sex clubs, watching freaky people getting it on. It doesn't make me nervous. If anything, I'm restless. Yeah, I've been around and I've seen it all. So there's a numbness that comes from constantly being around toxic environments that you may not even realize that you've built up because of that familiarity with that energy. And I feel like on a day like today, this is going to come out. So can you handle your own intensity? Okay, because when when your King of Cups energy inside of you says, can you handle it? If I go there, baby, with you. Are you like, I'm gonna head out, you good? And, you know, be fearful and in a state of denial. Or are you gonna be like, I can handle it. I can go there, baby, with you, right? And then you both are like, we gonna set it off. We gonna tear it up. Baby, can you handle, right? Sing with me. So that is how powerful and sexy this day can feel if you allow that high priestess to guide you into acceptance of the transformation process process and acknowledgement of your emotional power. This energy can really bring out that certified freak. Seven days, like so many songs, I'm sorry. At the end, like Freak Leak was coming in by the Yin Yang Twins. So like, I know people are gonna get, get your, get your freak on today, okay? And a bit more in those relationships as well that you feel really secure in. So don't be surprised if you or your level or significant other or partner is interested in trying kinky phone sex for the first time today, trying new positions, incorporating handcuffs, whips, intimate cosplay, you know, sexy lingerie, and much more, right? I feel like the sex industry and sex products may increase in sales today. And people with inappropriate sexual, physical, and emotional boundaries will also be feeling this energy, guys. So please be mindful um, if you do leave the house today to be more alert to your intuition about other people's intentions and their proximity to you um, if you're leaving any safe spaces or leaving your home today because the stalkers and the locals will definitely be feeding off of this, this conjunction as well, okay? So be mindful of that. That's what I'm seeing for Wednesday. Uh, let's get into the new moon, Nikki. That was so well said. You really went off with that transit. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That was so holistic. Um, so on Thursday, the 4th of November, we have this new moon in Scorpio, and I'm really excited to talk about this. So we have the sun and moon are conjunct, and they're opposing Uranus and Taurus, which is retrograde right now. And and so I really want us to pay attention to this transit because next year we'll be moving into a new nodal relationship. You know, uh, the, the North and South nodes, you know, are going to shift from Gemini and Sagittarius respectively to Taurus and Scorpio. So we're going to have a North node in Taurus collectively and a South node in Scorpio. And 
I've been thinking a lot about this, you know, the relationship and the duality between the second house and the eighth house as this is what we're going to be approaching as a collective. So I feel like having the sun and moon and Scorpio opposing Uranus is, can give us a little bit of a glimpse of the dualities and the polarities that we're approaching collectively, which is anything about self-esteem and self-value. Um, I've seen a lot of people talk about, which I'm excited for, this, this new appreciation of natural beauty, um, just very minimal minimalistic, um, simplistic, just just very like ethereal and goddess-like, like just very simple and pure kind of like beauty standards that we're shifting in. But also how, you know, if like Venus, like that Taurus energy, that Venus energy that speaks to the heart chakra and then Taurus and Scorpio energy speaks to the, the root, I'm sorry, Scorpio energy speaks to the root chakra, which is ruled by Mars or, or Pluto, you know, whether you're using traditional or modern rulership, and so, you know, understanding that I, I don't like when people talk about the root chakras just being low vibrational, period, but <laughs> because it's it's necessary, you know, that's that's our root, that's our source of survival, that's our source of um, stability within ourselves, you know, that that lifeline that we have, that that motivation to to preserve our life, you know, and our well-being to some sort of extent. It's, it's a necessary primal energy, but understand how that can be very manipulated like there's going to be a conflation with self-value and sexual exploitation you know marketed as sexual empowerment you know i feel like they we're going to be playing a lot with themes of the root and heart chakra and understanding that when we have these energies move into the collective like the north and south node they can be manipulated to keep us trapped versus setting us free you know just just reflect on the north node in gemini and the south node in sagittarius is how we've had a lot of false information, how we had a lot of fear mongering where people are trying to get into your head, into your mind, um, harvesting fear, you know, um, cult-like behavior with that South Node and Sag, you know, people putting themselves in positions of leadership when they're really just trying to harvest energy or harvest fear or collect money because they claim to have some sort of divine access when they're really just leading you further away from yourself. So those are just a few things, just understanding how these energies can be manipulated, not for our highest good, but for some sort of spiritual entrapment. So it's our responsibility dealing with scorpionic energy to set ourselves free and to be in a position of power. So anyways, I digress. This brings me to how the new moon is about the duality of life and death. And something that I've been thinking about a lot, right, is that new moons are a time for new beginning, initiating cycles, times of change and new manifestations, while Scorpio energy is all about the opposite, you know, it deals with transformations through death. So there's like a lot of duality that already exists in this new moon, you know, new cycles of death essentially is, is what it is when you kind of look at those opposing energies. And what I've been contemplating about a lot is Scorpio energy and how it relates to our collective fear and avoidance of death. And I feel like we're very quick to say that it represents death and rebirth death and rebirth death and rebirth but if you think about it for real for real rebirth doesn't really officially or symbolically symbolically start until airy season you know i think we we're so afraid of death and the process of dying and decaying and letting go and transformation that we think that this whole death and rebirth cycle is going to happen within the same season and it's like no because again that's our discomfort we're brushing it off we're saying oh you know we're going to die and the phoenix is going to emerge you know by the end of scorpio 
Scorpio season. Like that's not really true. If you think about it, Scorpio season is like the plummet into the depth of death and understanding that the next few months, there is no rushing it. Like we're really in the darkness and the discomfort and just being okay with that. You know, not saying that we can't initiate new things or see evidence or fruits of transformation, but we really have to get through the ethers, right? Tra this is a time of traveling through the ethers and through the astral realm. We're learning um, information excuse me, about wisdom, right? In Sagittarius season, building foundations in Capricorn season, seeing new visions for society in Aquarius season, and then having spiritual breakthroughs that in, in letting all of that go is what allows us to be reborn in the spring in Aries season. So just imagine this, it's like you die uh, figuratively and now you're just in the astral realm, just exploring and getting new knowledge and going on adventures in this death process. Like it's almost like being in a coma, you know what I I mean you're still dead <laughs> you're still in that state of sleep and in, in that state of vegetation but your your mind is going and expanding in new ways you're you're taking new things along this journey that are going to allow you to be reborn as a new person in airy season so i just feel like we have this this rush that is due to our fear of death okay i'll just be reborn okay i'll just be regeneration takes time transformation takes time so i think this this new moon is about initiating death rituals you know Initiating taking the time to initiate what is it that needs to fall apart like you were saying empress that girl who cut her hair she took some sort of initiation to have a death ritual you know symbolically mm -hmm. to let things go that hair is not growing back tomorrow you know what i mean that's that's what i'm talking about with our obsession with rebirth in that instant moment we have to sit in that darkness of death and depth, you know? So, so just some few things to be able to tap into with this new moon energy. If you have access to an ocean or a larger kind of moving body of water, a lake, a river, just something large, right? I'm not talking about a little pond. Um, definitely before it gets cold, you know, um, that would be great to meditate near a body of water to, to really show you, to give you a, a physical symbol of what it is that we're embodying, you know? And then also, you know, in a safe way, if you can do so at night or in the dark or at sunset, I think that really will show you a personification of Scorpio energy, those choppy, rough waters in the darkness. That's really where we're at. There's no start or end to the ocean. We're not just, just releasing that instant gratification of like, okay, rebirth and transformation. That was easy. Like onto Sag season. Like, no, like it's, it's the beginning of these initiation of death rituals. And so also meditating, um, doing some like root chakra meditation. So that's 396 Hertz. Anything that you can do to that type of frequency would be really great to activate your root chakra, which goes with everything that Empress was just talking about, about, you know, sex magic or sex rituals. This is a time of feeling that empowerment in your root chakra, in your sexual energy, so that it's not something that can be manipulated. You understand what true sexual empowerment and confidence feels like. So when someone tries to slap a brand on something and tell you that this is what sexual empowerment is you're like no at least not for me because i know what that feels like and this is not it you know put the intention to learn one new occult modality so for me that's going to be cardology i'm excited to actually spend more time and get into it but you know take it one step at a time think of a new modality of the occult that you haven't really gotten into and and just devote yourself to playing more around with it experimenting reading some information being in clubhouse rooms about that modality 
and then also doing a detox or cleanse or taking some sort of probiotic to cleanse your body even what empress was saying i felt that too as well about um this is definitely not i think a day to just purge from substances i would say just trying to be clear-minded and put that intention even if it's like as a ritual symbolically of being in control you know having power over yourself um and also if you've been contemplating therapy or counseling this would be a great time to take the initiative to make some phone calls and feel some new people out understanding like you may not find the perfect person with your first call or your first like meeting with them and that's not to discourage you that's just not the right fit but if you've been thinking about that that's something that you want to do this would be a great new moon to actually ask for some help that you don't have to do it all alone also initiate communication with an ancestor by leaving an offering would be great to do on this day you know thank your spirit team um, ask for guidance to guide you through the rest of this astrological year um, working also okay lastly working on creating a sanctuary space in your home what i called it was like your hibernation destination like you know as we approach the winter months like making sure that we have a space in our home that feels comfortable that feels sacred that feels special to us you know um as we spend more time in the winter have it be a space that feels very comfortable as comfortable as possible and then just some themes for the collective again we've talked about this when the sun went in scorpio more secrets being revealed um, I feel like further developments in cases that involve murder, abuse, stalking, or violence, um, finding out that money has been hidden or misused in some way, uh, finding out about issues, reproducing or conceiving, people in authority abusing their power, and then also increase in theft, fraud, scamming, any, some, any sort of like theft or taking of money. So whatever you can do, you know, whether it's changing your passwords or securing your information, doing that two-factor authentication and stuff um just doing what you can to stay protected you know in terms of a financial sense so i know that was a lot but just had to say all that was on my mind and my heart um empress what does this look like with this new moon and scorpio that we have if you're just talking about scamming energy i definitely feel like joanne the scammer is a scorpio if not sun in the top three like i'm sorry when yeah when you you just i just got a flush of, of him in my head so for this happening with the Newman and Scorpio, and then it also op opposing Uranus retrograde in Taurus in the tarot, this is the Six of Cups and the High Priestess in Death or the King of Cups opposing the Fool retrograde in the Hierophant energy or the King of Pentacles. So the intense energy that began yesterday with Mars and Scorpio is continuing with the Sun now instead of Mars. Are there any new emotional standards that you want to set for yourself to replace ones that were put up from childhood? And the, it's about knowing the King of Cups is all grown up now. Like when I'm looking at the Six of Cups energy, it's like the little young boy standing in front of his mom, she's handing him a cup. And then you look at the King of Cups and he's a grown man sitting on his own throne, dealing with his own emotions and he has the cup in his hand. So are you the only, you are the only one responsible for your emotional state now not a parent not a guardian not a teacher and definitely not even your spouse you you are responsible for your emotional state so working with this new moon will help you to accept that certain emotional standards that you once had in place are no longer needed because you're in a different space and a different place now than you were when you put those things in motion so 
with the high priestess and the six of cups opposing the full reverse it's okay to explore new ways to handle your emotions in healthy ways right and this could be beginning a new or more intense spiritual journey so i really love what nikki mentioned about um getting deeper into cardology right for me it's definitely ancient kemetic um information and reading acquiring knowledge and going deeper in that aspect right um this could also be deciding that you'll try counseling or therapy after all and i love that you also saw that as well nikki um when it came to that acceptance because with this fool in the reverse it's kind of like you are it's after a long time of being like hard-headed or stubborn about it like i don't need nobody's help i i can sort out my own emotions i don't have any trauma from my childhood da 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 what are you talking about you know to this new moon kind of bringing you to a point where it's like wow i've never really accepted the decay from that relationship or from that traumatic experience and i love what you mentioned soul about decay because we always want to preserve things like when you were when you were saying that i literally got a picture of like the meat packing industry you know when all the meat is like hung up and on instagram they had what was it that pressure gun or something that they poked in the meat and when they press the button it like inflates it to basically preserve it or to put chemicals and make it like stay fresh rather than allowing the meat to decay and just like all the preservative all the gmo all the things that are put into food that stop and stifle the process of life right that entire cycle like I, and that is just a result of us as humans having that issue you know it's now translating to the the foods that we eat and the way that we engage with tangible objects so you know i really love that you mentioned that that's so so true um this could also be paying for services from a spiritual practitioner or an energy worker after being against it for so long and this could have roots in religion with the six of cups energy i feel like this could be you know you're used to going to church every sunday right six is very much that Virgo um energy that's coming up for me right now so um do you have a certain routine that you got used to that your parents or someone that was older than you when you were a child put on you that now you're having to with this new moon and scorpio begin a transformation process of being more open open to spirit, being more open to the universe, being more open to having an individual connection and relationship with God and with the universe instead of going through a third party, right? This is that new moon process. And so in order to go somewhere that you've never been before, you need to be willing to try things you've never tried before. And so that's what this energy is giving me. I definitely would love for you all to check out the monthly email to see the oracle reading from us to you for this new moon and for the full moon that's coming up in Taurus. Um, and there's also the journal prompts in there for you to be able to write out those revelations that may be coming to mind when this new moon energy is hitting us and also for this opposition with Uranus retrograde in Taurus. So definitely sign up for that today because that email is dropping in all of your inboxes tomorrow. Um, and I want you to have that as a resource and a tool to assist you with this new moon next week. So that's what I'm seeing for uh, the new moon energy and the opposition. Let's get into Friday. So 
That was so, 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 so good. <laughs> and I want to be able to, I, I want to do my own research now too and, and incorporating what you said about that North Node in, in Taurus and like, because Taurus energy is the things that we put into our mouth, right? Or consume like food, you know? So like everything you were saying about GMOs and like the things that, oh, like that was so good. The things that we, how we preserve that decaying process and internally how that translates into the things that we're eating. Like that was spot on. Was you awesome. made me think of that. <laughs> like when you were talking about, oh, we don't like things to decay. And then like that literally flashed in my head. And I was like, damn, that is so true. Like we even pass that down to like, yeah. you know, our experience and like, yeah, damn. Okay. 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 Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I just had to give you your props for that. That was really good. Okay. So Friday, November 5th, we have two things going on. We got two major things. Honestly, we've got Venus going into Capricorn and we also have Mercury going into Scorpio. So we're going to save that Mercury and Scorpio for Saturday. And we're going to focus on Venus and Capricorn and y'all, y'all better brace yourselves and, and, and get comfortable because Venus is going to be in Capricorn for four months. So from Friday, November 6th until March 5th, 2022. So this is because it's going retrograde in December. So all of these Capricorn themes are going to be with us long before and after the sun, the sun's journey through this cardinal earth sign. So understanding Capricorn energy is all about initiating and building structures, climbing to the highest altitude, and also appreciating the journey and the destination, but with the understanding that we always have an even higher mountain to scale. You know, Capricorn energy, and I, you know, I have like seven Capricorn placements. So it's like, I'm, I'm kind of excited for this time. And with this energy, it's like, we don't take very long to look down and see how far we've climbed, which again, with this Venus and Capricorn, there could be more of an appreciation for that. Like I want to challenge myself to do that and kind of take a, a second or two every once in a while to look down and be like, wow, like I've climbed this high so far because Capricorn is all about, okay, next mountain, next mountain, next mountain, highest point, highest point. So it's, you know, it's all about self mastery and self improvement. And so we now have Venus, right? The, the planet of beauty, of appreciation, of financial abundance, of, of social relationships, um, symbolically in the 10th house, which is an angular house. So angular houses are the first house, the seventh house, the fourth house, and the 10th house, right? Which means that even though there's no kind of, no planet has a joy in the 10th house, there is this like volume being like all the way turned up when we have planets and one of these symbolic angular houses like the 10th house it's very personal and powerful to our journey of self-transformation so with this venus and capricorn energy it's understanding that both age and time build reputation it's not something that can be you know you don't make you you can make a name for yourself but understand that the 10th house is things that you are known for like sure you can know yourself for those things but to be known for those things on a public scale a lot of that reputation takes time and takes experience and capricorn energy has that quiet calm confidence that doesn't really always need to be spoken on you could just feel it it just is what it is so understanding that it's a time for us to also appreciate our own achievements you know um, people aren't going to necessarily clap for us every time that we win so we have to be our own cheerleader as well this is a time to focus on fulfillment on recognition accomplishments setting and meeting goals 
ambitions of holistic self-improvement and maturation. You know, it's time to take business and financial matters and also self-investment with some degree of seriousness. You know, Capricorns, we can be very serious all the time, but I think that having, I feel like being able to devote a certain level of its intent and attention on these things will really seek a lot of rewards for us. And I'll get into that in a second. Um, that That is because Capricorn energy is Saturnian. You know, it has that karmic kind of energy. So it's a time where your actions are going to face consequences, you know, especially, especially, especially with the sextile to all the Scorpio energy that's going on in the sky right now, that sextile between Capricorn and Scorpio, what is done in the dark is going to come to light publicly. And I don't mean necessarily in a good or bad way, just input, output, whatever you are doing, there's going to be an external public consequences to it. You know, we have, we, we think that consequence is a negative connotation, but just in general, if you've been working hard and grinding and investing yourself in the dark, that's what people are going to see in the light. If you've been doing mad Scorpio hidden, you know, cryptic, illegal shit, like it's going to catch up to you and people are going to see it's similar to what we were talking about that Gemini energy with Scorpio about like, it's going to be on social media. But this is like even worse. This is something you're going to be known for. You might think like, oh, I'm just going to do this this one time and people are going to know you as that shady person. You're going to have that reputation of being a shady person. So um, also don't shrink yourself for being the youngest person in the room, but also don't rest on your laurels for being the oldest or wisest person or the most experienced person in the room. Because Venus and Capricorn is a time for us to realize that maturity and wisdom come in all ages. And then lastly, in terms of the collective, some things that I'm seeing is bringing things to justice. Um, I also see the mil military being deployed or initiating some sort of blockade or something going on with martial law as well. So just just having seeing a, a greater military presence, so to speak. Um, also, a lot, a lot, a lot going on with the president, with the White House, with Congress in general. There's going to be a lot of like movement and activity. Um, some sort of law being delayed, marriages ending in divorce, especially due to hidden secrets or financial matters. We're going to see a lot in terms of like um, news about divorce settlements, you know, who's getting what, whether it's fair or unfair in terms of divorce settlements. Um, we might see the public opening of a new building or a facility, especially like a government building. Um, and then also when Venus goes retrograde specifically in December, in addition to having Pluto being retrograde, we're going to see a shift or decline of influencer culture. Um, I feel like more influencers are going to be having paid private platforms. So either seeing them go to Patreon or OnlyFans or having some sort of private group. I think people are not going to want to be in the spotlight as much and they want some things that are private to themselves or to their group. Um, and then also some sort of landmark court case being one using precedent, which is like, you know, previous uh, court determinations, you know, saying according to this law that was passed, this is how now this court case is going to be won. So using some sort of precedent or traditional structure. And then lastly, um, someone in a position of authority resigning or retiring and unfortunately more policies that are restricting movement or activities for those who aren't vaccinated. Um, and that is in no way me saying to rush and get vaccinated. All I'm saying is to prevent prepare for some sort of policy that may add some additional restriction, unfortunately, is what I'm seeing. So that's what I have for this, um, for Venus going into Capricorn. Empress, what does this look like for you? 
Oh my gosh, so much of what you said I want to go over when you were talking about taking time to look back at how you've climbed up a mountain and like look down. Being able to be your own cheerleader was like super, you know, like that's a that's something you need to realize. And also maturity and wisdom um, from what you mentioned. But with Friday, this Venus day, we're having Venus enter Scorpio um, and also Mercury is entering Scorpio today or sorry did I say Venus and Scorpio I meant Venus enters Capricorn if I said Scorpio and Mercury enters Scorpio so the Empress is now in the energy of the devil and the Queen of Pentacles so the Empress knows her sis the Queen of Pentacles got that guala okay and they can go out to a five-star restaurant and get three course meals with drinks and don't worry about the tab they can go shopping and not sweat when they're swiping that black card they can buy new furniture for the house and buy property together right that's run by even a management company so they don't they still maintain time freedom the empress loves coming to the queen of pentacles house because all of the indulgences she enjoys are on buffet mode and she doesn't have to worry about any of her jewelry going missing so the Queen of Pentacles loves when the Empress comes to visit because she reminds her to let her hair down and spend some money, honey, okay? So the Queen of Pentacles views this time that the Empress is with her to enjoy her status and to loosen up a bit, book a girl's trip, spend time with family and not be working all the time. It's also a time to see the beauty of work because it results in being able to enjoy more comfort and luxury, right? The Empress, I don't think, would like to go over the Queen of Pentacles house if she was always pinching pennies together, right? But because the Queen of Pentacles has worked so hard on the details of her abundant, Empress can go over there and they can ball out together, right? So it's about, it's a time to see the beauty of the process of work because it does result in having more of that comfort that you want in your life, having more luxury, luxury in your life. This is a time where you'll experience more love in what you're working on while the Empress is here as well, I feel. Um, so I do see renovations to buildings. I love how you mentioned government buildings specifically, um, Soul. I also see home improvement happening as well. Um, interior design kind of being a focus. Like I feel like there may be some new shows on Netflix or Hulu or something that's about like interior design or some type of like home um, improvement show or something like that. I also see a heightened interest in natural makeup and beauty. And uh, I don't remember if today's transit was when you mentioned or it was yesterday, so. But you mentioned that like people embracing more natural beauty and skincare, this was the transit where I was seeing that really come out as well. So while Venus is in Capricorn, I feel like there's gonna be an emphasis on being more natural with how you do makeup, with the beauty industry um, and makeup, taking more of like a vegan makeup options, you know, natural um, makeup options as well um, that are better for your skin. And also natural skincare came to mind as well. Um, I know Lori Harvey is a Capricorn. And um, so we may see a lot more of her and that new skin brand that she came, the skincare brand Skin is called. Um, we may see a lot more of that um, being advertised. Also, 
an increase in the jewelry and crystal industries, okay? Because Capricorn is deep earth and that's where you find those diamantes. So jewelry and crystal industries as well, um, possibly coal, you know, those types of things, fossil fuels, um, having some type of news that comes out. Maybe even the discovery of a new crystal was what I was getting. Um, and there also may be a discovery of old civilizations and empires that are excavated by archaeologists somewhere in the world during this time as well. Older people may be in more beauty and entertainment advertisements on TV. We might see during Venus and Capricorn there being more beauty in age, okay? And so older people that have aged well um, may be telling their secrets. Um, of how they've been able to stay young, how they've been able to stay looking vibrant, how they've kept their skin snatched. Um, so again, that's emphasizing health and wellness, right? True wealth is your health. So this could be a lot of um, a lot more focus on like natural, holistic um, ways to take care of your body and live well and be healthy to increase your wealth. Uh, but with Mercury entering Scorpio today as well, we could find out that someone that's always seemed to have money um, is really not as well as they make it appear. So there could be some news that comes out um, with this transit with Venus and Scorpio. And uh, I'll talk a bit more tomorrow with Saturday's sextile with Mercury and Venus. Um, but I feel like there may be someone that you were used to having money that may not have their finances as together as we thought and that news is coming out for the public to see so that's what i'm seeing for friday's energy let's move on to saturday nikki yeah so saturday we have mercury and scorpio is going to be sextile venus and capricorn so now we're talking about the two planets that just ingressed into their respective signs and so the relationship between scorpio and capricorn is all about austerity and prestige so this day is all about power moves and stepping into the role of authority in your own life. And as we just talked about with Venus going into Capricorn, what I also see is that the government and current paradigms, honey, they gonna be showing out <laughs> for these last degrees of Pluto and Capricorn. You know, that's what um, I was talking about this in a room the other day about how that Neptune retrograde in Pisces is really the only thing that's keeping up all these facades that like the government isn't crumbling right before mm -hmm. our eyes you know what i mean that's really the only saving grace that they have right now and so with this sextile that we have with mercury and scorpio and venus and capricorn we're also going to see a greater appreciation actually of power and authority like people are in spaces where they're actually more willing to feel obedient or feel compelled to follow authority you know what I mean or have some sort of respect so I think understanding the role that we have also in an inward sense to how are we how are we giving away our sacred power you know to other external forces and especially to those who have hidden or self-serving motivations you know a lot of it is to be able to bring that power back into ourselves and so this is also a time to pay attention about how we cast spells that give our power away with that mercury and scorpio like when people say like oh my god you can take all my coins like i see that all the time and i'm not saying you know this isn't a matter of like good or bad but when people say that like when a new celebrity is launching a new product or brand you know people are so like oh my god take all my money take all my coins 
understanding how those purchases add up. Like we're spending energy, like understanding the relationship between spending money and spending energy. Because if we're, you know, $25 here, $30 to support this other celebrity here, $200 to buy a concert ticket for XYZ person, understanding, are you investing in yourself to that same degree? Even are you investing in your friends, you know, or people that you love and admire that you actually know? Like, why is it that a celebrity drops a new product or has, you know, the VIP meet and greet package and we're so quick to drop $500 on that, no question. But when it comes to investing in our own business ventures, which is a lot of what Venus in, in Capricorn is all about, especially with that sextile to Scorpio, it's like, are we investing that amount of money for ourselves? You know, where is our money going away? And being able to see that as a symbol of like, where is our power going away to? You know, this is a time to focus our money and investments on ourselves. And then just immediately the people that we care about, like not giving this away to people we really don't know. And especially as Empress just said, I feel like more and more slowly as we see this decline of celebrity and influencer culture, we're going to start seeing the skeletons that people keep in their closet. You know, you might be subconsciously or unknowingly supporting someone who is using that money for very dark things that you wouldn't knowingly support financially. But in that not knowing, you're still feeding that beast. You know what I mean? So I think this is a time to be very um, Capricorn energy can be very reserved or conservative. Be conservative with your coins, be conservative with your power. And then um, also for people who have prominent Scorpio and Capricorn placements, whether that's just personal planets, or maybe you have a Capricorn midheaven um, or a Capricorn or Scorpio eighth house, like any of these powerful placements that we're talking about, either people will be putting you in positions of power and authority, which I would advise you to use responsibly, or, which this is what I'm excited for, this is what I'm trying to manifest, I feel like you will be attracting people who are actually in the position and standing to support you financially, because Capricorn is that parental energy. I think of Capricorn as like dad energy, but it's also like that divine mother energy. Cap Capricorn's a feminine sign. I remember when I first got into astrology, I was very surprised by that. I really felt like Capricorn was a masculine sign and how I understand it within myself and in my yeah, own I life. So, you know, understand that it's that dad energy of like providing, of protecting, but it's even through women, you know, divine feminine. Like you might have someone who's like, I'm in a position to help elevate you. I'm in a position to support you financially. Um, and then Scorpio is other people's money. You know what I mean? So it's actually people in power who are in positions to make a change or a difference in your life. Listen, I'm really excited for that aspect. And then also some of us may have to step up as a provider or caretaker for our elders during this time. Um, we might be feeling that financial responsibility to take care of others in that way. Um, and then Capricorn is the conductor, right? When I think of an orchestra, I think Capricorn is that master conductor. And then Scorpio is like the war strategist, you know? So this is a time to really work on your poker face and let your victory be the power move. Don't let people take you out of character because, and I feel this so deeply as a Capricorn, I don't like giving people the satisfaction action of taking me out of character or making me emotionally volatile because losing composure shows where people are able to have power over you. If someone can drive you to do something crazy and erratic and irrational, even if you're, if you succeed, they know that they were able to get you to that place of instability. So this is a time to work on your poker face and don't let people take you out of character because you're focusing on your money moves. Remember what we just talked about, things will come out in a public way. So don't let 
let a time of emotional volatility now make you known as somebody who loses composure, who's angry, who's shysty, you know what I mean? And then lastly, with Mercury and Scorpio here, this is a great time to actually set yourself up as a facilitator, leader, or knowledgeable figure in matters of finances, counseling, or occult things. You know, it's a time for you to share what you know and autonomously create spaces for all of the new people that are going to be diving into these topics in Scorpio season. So if it's something that you've been doing your research and due diligence and studying, why not create spaces where you're a, a leader, you know, a facilitator, a moderator, make a room, you know, there's going to be a lot of new people that are coming into these energy of astrology, of tarot, of other occult things, of wanting to learn about credit and investing. So why not be at the forefront and actually lead these new people in a positive direction? So that's what I have for um, for Saturday's transit with the sextile. Empress, what's your take on this? Yes, so perfectly said. Like, especially when you're talking about not letting people take you out of character. Like that is so, especially with the Capricorn or Capricorn and the Scorpio influence. I feel like that's definitely a, a highlighting theme for this transit. So on Saturday with Mercury and Scorpio sextiling Venus and Capricorn in the tarot, this is the magician in death or the king of cups sextiling the empress and the devil energy or the queen of pentacles so <laughs> i was seeing that older people and younger people will see each other in more attractive ways and be more enticed to date one another or just the dynamic of older and younger people being more reliant on one another for survival whether that's financial right so sugar daddies and sugar mama energy is right here with this energy today i'm not even gonna lie that's what i was seeing the sugar mama the sugar daddy the sugar baby is like <laughs> we're gonna see like something coming up about that like more people are just gonna be wanting that type of energy this is also like in the movie think like a man where kevin hart is like miss loretta i'm ready for the house tour <laughs> Like that came in my head too when I was looking at this transit. Um, so based, okay, but seriously, based on your perspective, money in exchange for sex is completely reasonable, right? Like based on what you think, right? Based on your perspective, money in exchange for sex is completely reasonable, right? Based on this energy, that could be the energy that people take on. Being like, oh, just I'll be your sugar baby and you're my sugar daddy, okay, cool. Cool, right? It makes sense. This sextile could be an older person reaching out to offer financial support to you in exchange for emotional support as well, right? In exchange. So I really loved as well, Solera, what you said about opportunities, especially with certain um, companies, industries where you're really working hard on sharing a specific business that you have uh, in mind, entrepreneurial that you've built, um, that people want to, older people that are in that same industry see your potential. They it's it's being shown right out in the public now with this energy and they're wanting to support you they're wanting to give you some type of you know support and financial at that as well um so i definitely agree with that uh happening as well during this time 
This is also a really great day to get the ball rolling or to revisit your business plans. Venus and Scorpio is obviously a great energy for that, but with Scorpio dealing with other people's money, it's time to get the ball rolling and revisit possibly some of those plans. Uh, as you said, Solara, so you can share those things out with the public. It's time for you to share those things at this time. So start a room, get on social media, go out in your community physically, right? Uh, the six tile is also a great opportunity to earn other people's money through your personal business, especially if it has a cult or esoteric roots. So the spiritual community as well, I definitely feel are going to see um, some type of spike when it comes to people wanting to engage with their products and services. So if you have a business that is rooted in a cult or esoteric knowledge, then definitely getting out there more and sharing what you have to, what you've been researching, what you've been learning about, as Solara said, it's really going to benefit you at this time financially. Um, Mercury and Scorpio is a great time to go deeper on your spiritual journey. So with the new moon energy, we did mention beginning new cycles of getting deeper with that okay and this energy is just reminding me again kind of reinforcing that feeling of getting more intense with your spiritual journey continuing to stay focused right continuing on that infinite quest for knowledge that will constantly make you feel like you know nothing all, all over again so like that happens a lot of time with astrology and, and sometimes with tarot like when you're reading books of like either old historical knowledge you're like what i didn't even know that Vogel and Scorpio used to be the same sign like what like I don't even know nothing now what Leaper was added what okay so all those moments happening could really help to reignite your excitement towards learning okay putting your business out there could bring you a bigger return than you expect keep that in mind most primarily for this energy let's finally get into Sunday to close out the week so with Sunday I'm gonna keep it short and sweet because I think this energy is actually very beautiful energy that we have going on with all the heavy energy and transit that we talked about. So on Sunday, uh, we also here have daylight savings time ending. So make sure to set your clocks and whatnot. So we have the moon in Sagittarius is going to be square Neptune and Pisces, which is still retrograde right now. And the relationship between Sagittarius and Pisces is all about excess and divinity. So this really makes me think about Venus's exaltation in Pisces. And so even though we're not talking about Venus, it just reminded me of this sort of energy in the sense that with Venus's exaltation, we've reached the final stages of the Zodiac, you know, and we're focusing on being Christ-like and letting go of those things of the world that have a hold on us. You know, we, we're able to see things and have beauty and appreciation, but we also have a degree of detachment and separation um, and, and not holding on to these things, right? And so just before we're about to ascend and transcend and be reborn into Aries, it's almost like a hand comes down and, and shows us all of the world's luxuries on a silver platter, right? And it's kind of like, take your pick, whatever it is, any of these vices, you know, whatever, whatever, whether it be drugs or overindulgence or um, doing things out of integrity, whatever it may be, right? Oh, you know, financial materialism, all of these things, it's on a platter to you and you get to pick whatever it is that you want. And you're like, dang, like the door to a is right there. You have, you have your, your 
hand on the door handle. You know what I mean? You're holding the door and someone's like, but wait, you can have all of these things, you know? And I think that it's a time for us to understand, you know, Pisces and Sagittarius are both ruled by Jupiter, you know, and both deal with escapism in their own way. Sagittarius is either about literal or mental journeying, especially with the moon being here. You might want to mentally escape by thinking about other places that you can be or I know I saw this funny tweet about the therapist was like, and what do we do when we're feeling emotional, emotionally distraught? And Sagittarius is like, buy a plane ticket. And they're like, no, Sagittarius, we've been through this, you know? So it's like, how do we literally or figuratively escape? But then also Pisces is about creating a drug-like dependency to something or someone based on the illusion or fantasy that it fulfills for us. So this is a time for us to see the role that temptation and indulgence and possibly overindulgence, right? The role that they play in our lives, especially with these energies that are very, very heavy of Scorpio and Capricorn around us. It feels very serious. It feels very dark. Um, and so we're going to want to feel motivated to escape and understanding that we can translate escape as a degree of separation, you know, being quote unquote in the world, but not of it. Like it's okay to have that level of, of separation, especially with that Pisces energy to, to be able to observe your reality and not feel so, you know, in it emotionally, but understanding in what ways are we using escape or separation as some sort of avoidance to what it is that's right in front of us. You know, we're going to have very dark energies, you know, at play here. And so it's okay to keep things light, to keep things fun, to travel mentally and spiritually, but understand that they, that should be done with some sort of purpose or intention or spiritual, you know, integrity and not to avoid the things that we're being asked to deal with and resolve and, and cultivate some sort of power and materialization around with these heavy energies in the air. So that's what I have. I think we're, we're ending the week on a, a more positive light note, but understanding to the role of balance and not going off the deep end with all of this Jupiter indulgent energy. So Empress, take us home, close us out for this week. What do you have for Sunday? Yes. So on Sunday with Moon and Sad squaring Neptune retrograde and Pisces in the tarot, this is the nine of wands energy squaring the hanged man and the moon right and the king of cups or the knight of cups i apologize so the week ends with an energy that will really help us to be clear on where we stand in the world i think after that week <laughs> after the week before that that we're still in right now are you the type of person that's like when the going gets tough the tough get going right are you that type of person are you the type of person that's like I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna kick and scream the entire way. Like, you're gonna know exactly how I'm feeling. Like, I'm gonna tell you every step of the way. Ow, I stepped on a pebble. Ow, I'm hungry. Ow, I wanna go home. Like, are you, which type of person are you when you have to go somewhere and make, take a journey to get to a certain destination, even if it may be tough for you, okay? Acknowledge what type of person you are. Because with the hanged man here in reverse, even in uncomfortable situations, there is a lesson, but you have to be in your higher mind to be able to receive it. So kicking and screaming only keeps you distracted from those opportunities to get the message that you, the universe wants to share with you. That's the only thing that does. And with the Knight of Cups energy, stand your ground against those people in your environment that are only emotionally concerned with themselves. 
those people that chase feelings but not real true deep connections okay i feel like some of us in the collective uh will be setting and maintaining new boundaries from the newman and scorpio that we um experienced earlier in the week and successfully passing those tests go you good job that may entice us um in order to be more nurturing to that inner self that we have um that has been shown to us during the Scorpio season so far, even though it's still only days, right? This is like you telling a friend on Thursday to put it in example form. This is like on Thursday when the new moon happens, you're like, okay, I don't want to drink anymore. I'm done with it. I'm done indulging in things. And like, I asked myself on the new moon in Scorpio, why do I drink alcohol? And I trace my thoughts all the way down to the fact that it was, you know, because when I was younger, I used to see my dad drink every time my mom and my dad fought. And so I'm gonna stop drinking. I'm gonna start a new beginning with myself and transform going through that decaying process to get rid of that emotional dependency, right? So you tell that to your friend on Thursday when the new moon is happening. And then they offer you to, they offer to come over on Sunday with margaritas. Like, hey girl, can I come over to your house? Let's, I'll bring margaritas, you know, on the rocks, sis. I know you love on the rocks. I'll bring it for you. Your fancy glass and everything, like, you know? And so it's like, <laughs> are you gonna cave and say yes? <laughs> or are you gonna be like, nice try girl, ha ha. You know, I don't drink no more. Stop trying to sabotage my growth and expansion, right? Like, are you, which person are you gonna be? Are you that person that when the when the going gets tough, you get going, you're like, ah, oh, you know, I'm fired up, let's get it, right? Like Sagittarius, like with this moon in Sagittarius, or are you like, oh, I'm gonna go, but just one more drink, it wouldn't hurt. Okay, girl, just come on soon, slide through, okay? Let's, 10 hours later, the whole bottle is gone, you know? So think about what type of person you are. With this energy happening on Sunday, there definitely may be some tests that happen to help you to confirm and, and solidify those decisions that you've launched yourself into, those new beginnings and transformations emotionally. Um, but I believe in you. You can pass the test. Go you. You got this. And I'll see you on Sunday. Give me your success about how you, you know what I mean, overcame them demons, okay? So um, <laughs> that's what I'm seeing for Sunday. Just to say too, if you want a one-on-one -on -one session, you know, to talk with Empress or myself about these energies, whether it's a um, astrology reading or an oracle card reading, or just have space to talk about this in private, because I know that these energies are very heavy, and I feel like what I'm feeling, like just just how I feel internally in my own life, and I can imagine with like other people, like these are energies that we're processing in real time that are bringing up like old wounds and things like that. So I know that sometimes public spaces may not be the best to really go into um, getting some sort of resolution or healing from these issues so if you ever want like a private space to talk definitely feel empowered to um, book um, us for some sort of like private one-on-one -on -one session or space where we can break these energies down together with that said we're gonna go ahead and close out today's episode of Asher Tea. 
Thank you all so much for joining us for another episode of Asher Tea. We enjoyed your energy so thoroughly, guys, and we look forward to seeing you next week, Sunday. Be sure to play the song of the week, Habits or Stay High by Tavlo. Go ahead and join that Asher Tea email list today. Use that link so that you can get that monthly email tomorrow and order your copy of the Asher Tea Journal. You can also follow us here on Clubhouse and Instagram to catch up with us between our episodes on Sundays. We love you all so, so much and have a terrific week.